Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm your host, Kate Walker. And today is a, a news podcast just discussing a little bit of recent news since today was the non-tender deadline. So a little bit of news for the Rockies. Uh, as uh, wanted to talk about some players that the Rockies non-tender themselves and then potentially some candidates that the Rockies could look to add to their roster that were featured in this uh, this new non-tender market. So, um, a little bit of a disappointment for some Rockies fans. Um, I thought it was very bittersweet. Uh, the Rockies non-tendered Chichi Gonzalez, Tony Walters, and David Dahl. David Dahl is very clearly the big name on here. As he was an all-star only two seasons ago. And, I mean, he's been very, very good for the Rockies, I thought, since he was called up for a stint in 2016 obviously he's suffered through some injuries over the past couple of seasons has not been able to stay healthy very much but while he has been healthy he's been pretty good I mean save for this 2020 season um, and I guess the 2020 season was re what really pushed it over the edge but uh, before I talk about him too much I, I want to start with you know just discussing the other two guys uh, so Chuchi Gonzalez you know, he was brought in as somewhat of a reclamation project by the Rockies front office. I think Breidich thought he might have been able to use him as sort of a exploiting a market inefficiency, uh, but I, it didn't really end up panning out. I don't think any of the peripheral numbers suggested it was going to pan out. He was a decent plug-and-play guy for a while, kind of a sixth starter, uh, you know, just to eat some innings here and there. But, you know, he was never really uh, an established rotation guy, and... I, I think it was it was about time for him to be non-tendered. Uh, I don't think he has much of a place on the roster at this point in time. Uh, Tony Walters, I've talked about Tony Walters. I talked about him last episode. I talked about him a few episodes ago. Um, the non-tender of Tony Walters here looks like the Rockies may be going into the season looking at a split of Elias Diaz and potentially Jose Brasino as the catchers for this season. And, you know, I talked about Brasino when the Rockies signed him, and I actually kind of like his upside. I think that he's at least going to be average on both sides of the plate, and that is an upgrade from what the Rockies have had the past few seasons. So if I think the Rockies should lean more towards Brasino going into this season, potentially, I mean, we can see how Dom Nunez and how Elias Diaz develop, but I think the Rockies' best bet for this season is to see what Jose Brasino can do. Uh, so that that definitely alters the catching situation, those non-tenders. And, you know, David Dahl, I, this non-tender seems to me like sort of an attitude shift. And I don't think this comes from Jeff Breidich. Uh, I've seen this on Twitter, this take as well. I'm not sure if this is a Jeff Breidich move saying, uh, David Dahl isn't worth that whatever 2.6 million he was going to receive an arbitration i think this was more of a an ownership move saying hey we got to cut costs um do it in non-tenders i think that's probably what's going on here david Dahl was uh probably about half of the five-ish million that the rockies will save uh from these non-tenders and that that hurts uh because if that's true, then it doesn't seem like the Rockies would be willing to spend to put a decent product on the field. I mean, you look at the numbers the past several seasons. 
he came up in 2016, posted 1.2 wins above replacement in 63 games. Very good. Um, late, later call up, but he missed some time with injury. Missed the entire year of 2017. I was excited to see him at that point. And 2018, 2019, both years posted a WRC plus of 110, positive uh, wins above replacement of one, uh, 1.4 in 2019. And uh, in 2020, he played 24 games. I think he was probably struggling through injury. Posted a WRC plus of 10, wins above replacement of negative 0.8. He was probably struggling through injury through this point in time, and then he missed most of the season because of it. So I I don't think, I mean, I think he'll be able to be a solid player. And obviously he was an all-star a couple seasons ago. And I think he's a very good player. He'll find a role somewhere in Major League Baseball. Uh, I'm not sure why 2.8 million or you know 2.6, 2.8, whatever he was going to receive in uh, arbitration. I, I'm not sure why that would be considered too much to pay for him. I thought that would have been, you know, I thought that would have been a fairly decent deal, especially for the Rockies. But you're paying dollars per war. Uh, you know, Saris did an article earlier just uh, outlining kind of how teams are valuing wins above replacement in dollars, and the average wins above replacement. Uh, for the lower lower cost guys, it's about four and a half uh, million wins of wins above replacement. So it's basically the Rock, uh, the the Rockies or some other team. The average is four and a half million dollars per win above replacement. And you know if David Dahl brings say one win above replacement, which is his lowest in a, a full ish season for him, because he hasn't really played a full season. He's only played a hundred games in a season once, and it was exactly a hundred games. He's posted a wins above replacement of one every time. So if you put one win above replacement, let's just assume that for him next season, and you pay him $2.6 million, that's that's a market, uh, not a market inefficiency because that's a, he's on his rookie contract, but that's that value. You know, you're receiving surplus value there at that point. So I'm not sure what the Rockies are seeing there, unless, again, it's a move directly from the top from ownership saying, hey, we got to save money. We got to cut costs. Do that, however, uh, however necessary, and uh, do it non-tender. So I guess that's that's what my guess is, and that's what it looks like from this standpoint. Which that's just an unfortunate thing. Uh, I've talked about ownership in the front office enough on here, so I'm not going to get into that part of it too much. But that just seems like the attitude, and that's not uh, not an encouraging sign if the Rockies look to compete this season. I'm not exactly sure what they're looking to do. I'm not sure what the attitude is. It seems to be kind of sitting on the fence at this point in time. So with that in mind, uh, it's also sort of difficult to evaluate what type of talent the Rockies should look to add uh, to fill out this roster. Because there were some pretty decent names, I thought, that were non-tendered as well that I think the Rockies could get a decent deal on and salvage some value. But before I get into these names, uh, I do want to talk to you about our sponsor for today's episode, and that is DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, The gyms may not be full, but there's definitely no shortage of madness this college basketball season. For us fans, the college basketball powers that be have gifted us with a top-tier matchup between two powerhouses. This weekend, Gonzaga and Baylor will be going toe-to-toe for what could be the nation's top ranking. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is bringing you closer to the action with these can't-miss offers. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all college basketball fans who sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win this clash of the Titans. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code MHS. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. That's right, bet $1 to win $100. Use promo code MHS to, during sign-up to take advantage of these great offers for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Uh, deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Alright, so now I want to jump into just a couple of names that were non-tendered that could potentially be targets for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, so the first of which I want to talk about, Adam Duvall. Uh, so Adam Duvall played the past couple of seasons with the Braves. He was traded to Atlanta from Cincinnati. And... You know, it's really, really interesting to see the dramatic shift of Adam Duvall's career path once he left Cincinnati and went to Atlanta. You know, in Cincinnati, this guy was posting mid-teens uh, in defensive run saved as a left fielder and was basically an average to below average hitter. Uh, but once he went to Atlanta, his fielding numbers dropped off to roughly average, but his hitting numbers jumped, so he's posted a... a fairly positive WRC plus in all of the seasons in Atlanta and ha has posted adequate fielding numbers. I mean, it, it really flipped the script. It was kind of interesting to see um, how that panned out for him. But uh, so the player that he's most recently been has been someone with some pretty decent power upside and I mean, maybe fielding upside, but at least he's, he's not a bleeding uh, wound out in the outfield. You know, he's, he's a capable outfielder, capable defender. Uh, the tracking data agrees with that, as well as the expected numbers uh, at, from Baseball Savant. So he uh, he's a decent outfielder and someone with some power upside. And I think he was slated to receive, I think, roughly $5 million in arbitration this year. So, I mean, if the Rockies are looking to replace David Dahl, he could probably be signed to the Rockies for a little bit under or roughly around the same salary that David Dahl was going to receive. I don't think you can replace David Dahl's salary with less than that, but um, I don't know. I think I think Duvall could be definitely someone you take a flyer on. He could become an instant starter in the outfield, uh, positive on uh, at the plate, very, very solid hitter, and a capable outfielder. Uh, the next name I wanted to bring up is someone who Rockies fans have definitely wanted for a little bit now and that's Kyle Schwarber uh, Kyle Schwarber didn't post the greatest numbers this past season uh, he still posted positive war which is good um, but his WRC plus was I believe it was below 100 I think it was roughly 90 so that's not terrible uh, but I think a lot of the result of that was poor hitting luck his batting average on balls in play was very low 219 and with someone who hits like Schwarber, a very, very strong hitter, puts the balls in play. And when he puts the ball in play, it, it, he hits it hard. Uh, and with someone who hits the ball as hard as he does and to have a low betting average on balls in play, 
you expect that that guy has some pretty bad luck. And that's backed up by the 30-point disparity between his actual weighted on base average and his expected weighted on base average. So I think he has a lot of room for um, progression, I guess, uh, regression from what he did this past season and uh, back to his mean, uh, which is someone who's posting a positive WRC+. Plus. Um, he's definitely a negative defender, one of the worst outfield defenders in the league by the tracking data and also by um, just the, the defensive run saved as well. So he's not a good defender, but the Rockies definitely need someone like Schwarber to fill out the rest of their lineup. And I think it, you sacrificed that a little bit. I mean, come on, they stick out Charlie Blackman in the outfield. Yes, he was nominated for a gold glove this season, but he's not a positive defender. And, I mean, if you, if you are willing to sacrifice that um, defensive capability, the defensive prowess to put bats in your lineup, I think Schwarber's a guy you definitely take a look at. So I, I think Schwarber is definitely a candidate for the Rockies to take a look at. He's strong. He's going to bounce back as a hitter. So, uh, And I, I don't think he'll be too expensive either. So he's definitely uh, someone to keep an eye on. Uh, Eddie Rosario was also non-tendered from the Twins. Now, this one, I believe, is a little bit less realistic. He was scheduled to make about $9 million in arbitration, which means he's probably expecting a similar number from another team, maybe maybe a little bit less, but definitely not close to what David Dahl was making. And I don't think he's even much better than David Dahl. He's been a very consistent hitter, slightly above average. I think his main appeal is his power as a home run hitter. To get someone else in the lineup who can consistently put the ball out of the ballpark would be definitely appealing for the Colorado Rockies. I, I mean, to have more than just, you know, the main couple guys in your lineup. Uh, and I think to have that out of the outfield as well would be uh, somewhat enticing. His fielding is average, which is better than you can say for some of the fielders on the roster. And I think better than David Dahl. David Dahl was never an excellent fielder. So I think Rosario probably edges him out in that category. And he's been good specifically in left field. Whereas Dahl and, I guess, Hilliard have played more center field. So, um, a little bit more of a positional disparity there. But, you know, I think Rosario might have some appeal. Again, I don't think he's realistic because I think he expects to make more money than the Rockies would be willing to pay for him. So, um, another couple names that were released specifically by the White Sox. Uh, Nomar Mazzara and Carlos Radon. Uh, Radon is someone who I think I talked about midseason as a trade candidate, just someone to fill out the um, the bullpen potentially, and uh, maybe uh, as a back end starter. I, I think he definitely showed some promise a couple seasons ago, and didn't really play too much this season. I think Radon could be a potential back end of the rotation option Rockies are still looking for a fifth starter in my opinion I don't know if Castellani's ready so Radon could be a fifth guy if that's the direction that Rockies tried to go or even maybe a, a long reliever uh, and I think the Rockies would be able to get him for a pretty affordable amount um, Noir Mazzara was also someone who a lot of people have hyped up a little bit because he hits the ball a mile but I mean he's not an above average hitter and he's not a good defender I think if the Rockies could get him on a minor league deal, that would be something that could be appealing. And I know Breidich is a fan of minor league deals. I don't know if Mazzara accepts that at this point in time because he's still young. He's only 25. Uh, I'm not sure 
where he'll end up, but if the Rockets get him on a minor league deal, that would be something that would be worth looking into at least. Uh, but I think that's that's pretty much it. I think the Rockies lost a pretty decent amount of talent. I mean, not much in terms of Chi-Chi or Tony Walters, but definitely some in terms of David Dahl. They lost a lot of value there. And I think there is upside with some of these guys on the replacement market from the non-tenders. But again, I don't think there's going to be any way that they could replace Dahl's value for um, his, his dollar amount. So maybe that's what the Rockies are looking to do. Uh, tank intentionally, but uh, it's it's up in the air at this point. Uh, not exactly sure what their goal is. So uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of 20th and Blake. Uh, again, if you have any questions, uh, follow me on Twitter. Shoot me a question at Cade C. Walker. Uh, so uh, thanks again for tuning into this episode of 20th and Blake, and I'll talk to you next time.